Welcome to chapter nine, purpose and circumstance of the Stone Chiseler. I hope you have had a wonderful week. I hope that you enjoy this beautiful, sunshiny Sunday and enjoy chapter nine of the Stone Chiseler, purpose and circumstance. Thanks for listening. Chapter 9, Purpose and Circumstance It is a sun that grows in my belly, she said. How can you be so certain, my love? It's a mother's instinct. I want to name him Giovanni. The man smiled. A gift from God. That's exactly what this is, my love. And his name shall forever reflect this, she replied. And what if it's a girl? It's a boy. I cannot wait for us to shape this boy into a man. He will have your strong will and love for integrity. I want his mind to be strong and broad. You must always ensure he knows his mind and has the ability to expand it, even beyond what he thinks is possible. Things are not impossible. They are merely challenges to be overcome. Look, darling, I was reading this today in the scriptures. She pointed to the scriptures of the prophet Isaiah. It read, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flames shall not consume you. I want to raise our son and teach him as God taught the Israelites. I want him to know that he has power within him that cannot be put away. Any life lived will find heartache, pain, and struggle. I want him to be keenly aware that he will not be burned by the fires of the universe. Promise me, husband. Promise you will raise a son in the mold of his father. She spoke almost with desperation in her voice. It was as though the burden of the teaching rested solely on her husband. He found himself somewhat perplexed. After all, there was no limit to the respect he had for his wife. She was his most reliable and wise counsel. Her eyes filled with tears. Promise me... No matter what comes, you will not shrink from your duties to make him a strong and mindful man. I love you so much, my husband. I want our son to possess the strength of your soul, character, and spirit. The man's voice cracked. It sounds like you want to raise him to be like his mother, he said with a faint smile. She smiled and continued. I don't want him to readily accept a position in life thrust upon him. I want him to realize the difference between purpose and circumstance. We all find ourselves in circumstances, but it is our purpose that allows us to turn the circumstances into meaning. Neither of us was born of noble means, yet I cannot fathom a richer life than the one I share with you, my love. As was always the case, the man clung to his wife's every word. Promise me, if something happens to me, that you will continually remind him of his capacity to learn and grow and constantly seek out and fulfill his purpose in this life. My love, don't speak of such things. This child that grows inside you shall know us both, and as always you will be my greatest partner in his rearing. The thought of raising a child without you by my side for counsel and guidance is more than I can bear. I would certainly be a ship lost at sea. However. If I must make a promise to get you to cease speaking of such nonsense, so be it. You have my word, darling. If such an unthinkable tragedy should occur, I will continually remind him of what you have said. 
I say this only in hopes of silencing you from the most morbid talk. It was cold, and the sky was at its darkest point. Shrieks rang through the small cottage. The woman screamed in pain and agony, as if being placed on the rack. Her husband knew she was about to deliver their child into the world. To see his wife in such pain was something he had not prepared for. He looked at her, trying to maintain as much calm as he could muster. Tell me what to do, my love. What can I do? With a deep breath and sweat pouring from her head, she looked at him through her tear-filled eyes. Take my hand! Our time is short! The man took this to mean the child would arrive at any moment. His wife squeezed his hand so tightly his knuckles made an audible crack. My God! How I love you! She exclaimed. Like the calm before a storm, she exhaled. Her face rested for the first time in hours. Her eyes found her husband's. They didn't say a word for a moment. Then she spoke. I love you more than all of God's creations. No wife has been loved so well as I. Please, my darling, I beg you, love this child even greater than you have loved me. She placed a now trembling hand on his cheek. I know he will grow strong by your side. The man replied, My love, we shall bring the child up in truth, honor, and righteousness. A faint smile crossed her face. Her breath became short. The veins in her neck were all visible at once. Her eyes widened and a look of horror overcame her. With a crimson face, she pushed, and the faint cry of a child started to force its way through the chaos for attention. The man looked and reached out, gently scooping up his son. The man's joy was uncontrollable. Tears flooded his cheeks. Giovanni. Welcome to your home, my son. With a large smile, he cradled his child and brought him next to his wife. Katarina, as always, you were right. Look upon our son, Giovanni. He is the most remarkable young man these eyes have ever fallen upon. She did not respond. As the new baby squirmed in the man's arms, he looked at his wife, who had faded from bright red to a warm flesh tone. Her lips began to match the blue sheets that covered the bed. Frantically, the man cried, Katerina! Katerina, my love! Wake and see our son! Please, wake up and see him!